The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. <laughs> Welcome to Media Litter Sandwich. I'm Toden from Toden.com, and of course, this is my Media Litter Sandwich. So it's called Toden's Media Litter Sandwich. If you want to be the first person to listen to these, uh, you go join the Patreon. Uh, there's different tiers, and so one tier you'll get it first. But if you want to be the second person to listen, go to DV Radio. We're on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm on the internet. On the, well, of course, it's on the internet, but it's also on your live 365 app. But uh, I'm in the chat room on the website, uh, so you can always come hang out with me. And if not, you know, it's on your, it's on, you're already watching this or listening to this, so it's on a million podcast apps, it's on YouTube, and it's on the website and wherever else it's on. Um, and so anyway, I used to hang out with this guy over at, at a coffee house, but we're not at a coffee house, we're somewhere else where Hey, if you're hearing some of the hatchback noise, sorry. It, it was it was really hot this January. We had to turn on the air conditioner. That's <laughs> that's what happened. Sorry. Mel, go ahead and introduce yourself. What are we doing here? Hey, my name's Mel. I own Pong Detroit. We're a ping pong social club. And uh, anyone can kind of come out and, and, and play ping pong on our Olympic tables, ITTF approved Olympic tables. Uh, we're also involved in the community. We do a... Uh, Inner City Detroit Youth Training Program. We're going to be doing a wheelchair table tennis program for disabled uh, veterans and also a seniors uh, program. Um, is there a pro with disabled veterans? Is there an exact uh, organization? Yes, it's the Mis Michigan chapter of the Paralyzed Veterans of America. Okay, very good. Um, DV, as I mentioned, DV Radio that actually stands for uh, Dysfunctional Veterans. So this okay. is veteran. You know, so we are syndicated on the veteran. Own and ran station, and also we also help support the DV Farm. Which you want more information about dvfarm.org. Um, it's basically a uh, limited bedding. Um, it has limited beds, but it's a um, real uh, homeless shelter rehabilitation area. They want the people that the VA don't want, right. um, and they do some great work. They're out on the farm in New Hampshire. They you know so they work with horses, chickens, and it, it's it's a really great program, and if people can't, it, you know, if you want to donate, go to ddfarm.org or you know, buy some. Um, they got coffee there, some so great coffee, Battlegrounds that helps. And if you can't do anything else, go shop on Amazon. In fact, go shop on Smile.Amazon. Uh, no one, if you don't know what Smile.Amazon is, it's the exact same thing as Amazon. Except for uh, you can pick a charity of your choice. Mine is DV Farm, and then a little piece of that those proceeds goes to charity at no cost to you. So now we can actually talk about this stuff. <laughs> Great. Um, so you mentioned a couple of different things. What is this regular? I all I know is I played ping pong growing up, and ping pong sitting somewhere in the back of the warehouse in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. um, so what are you know? So what's the standardization? I don't know. Talk to me like I'm a little child. I don't know nothing about ping pong. 
Well, I mean, like I said, these are ITTF Olympic uh, tables. So what's ITTF? International, International Table Tennis Federation. Okay. And uh, so they're approved. We could actually have an approved tournament on these tables if we, if we wanted to. And, and at some point, we probably will. We're just getting started. So the basic thing is we want people to come down and hang out and have a good time. We've got food. We've got drink. Um, it's, it's just a, a social thing. And, and ping, yeah. ping pong is the number two participation sport in the world after soccer. So you're always here. You're always. Uh, this is our, our part-time temporary location here at Burt's. We're, okay. We're gonna Burt's be Warehouse in Detroit. So Eastern Market. I'm actually a mile down where I normally film. So, and if the audio is a little bit different, that's because I'm an idiot and didn't bring my uh, handheld microphone. Uh, this was impromptu. Forgot it. It uses my camera stuff, but that's okay. I got a shotgun microphone, so this is a shotgun podcast today. <laughs> Excellent. That's but yeah. So we're a mile down from our normal airport. We're still at, we're at Eastern Market, Detroit. This is great though because you got a bar, you got two restaurants connected to here, and one of those bars even has a um, even has a live musician stuff. I walked by her and she sounded fantastic. Yeah, they have they pretty much have uh, entertainment going on here every night. So there's always something to do here besides uh, our table tennis. So yeah, it, it, it's it, it's cool to put that together. Because um, it's not just a night playing table tennis. It's, you know, you can literally walk up and down if you're waiting for a table or something. But you're not tonight, but that's okay. Um, we actually have some gentlemen getting ready to play right now. So, uh, hey, that would be great background noise. Absolutely. I Absolutely. love it. No, nothing better than the sound of a uh, ping pong ball. Yeah. Uh, video version is different than the audio version. If you look at the video version, I'm actually playing with some balls right now. So you say you got some organizations. Uh, uh, how do you, you know nonprofits? How does that work? How did you reach out to them? Well, I wanted Pong Detroit to be involved in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, when people come in and, and play here, we run out tables by the hour, and then you know money we make from table rentals, we'll be selling some merch that helps support the community programs that we do. And then eventually, we're going to move to a permanent uh, home. This is our part-time right. temporary home. We're here. Just to start out, we started uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday evenings from 5 to 11 p.m. for open play for everyone. We'll start getting into some tournaments and doing some fun things right. uh, here, too. There's a, a game called Berlin Pong where it's kind of like a musical chairs with, with ping pong. So you kind of move around the table and everybody hits it <laughs> once. and Whoever screws up, they're out. And so how many people are on the chairs or on the table? Uh, you, can, you can have four, you can have six, you can have ten, you can have twenty, whatever, whatever you want. Oh, kind of reminds me of playing like hacky sack. You yeah, exactly. It's kind of it's kind of fun. So that's awesome. Like, what, what do you expect this to to do? Why ping pong? Why not? I mean, ping pong is the number two participation sport in the world. Everybody loves ping pong. It's one of the few what's, sports. What's number one participation? Sport? Soccer. Who in America plays soccer? Everybody. <laughs> really? Everybody. Soccer is booming in this country now. Okay. And ping pong will be and too. Ping, okay. Ping pong. You know, in the Olympics. Uh, Soccer is an Olympic. Uh, I'm sorry, table tennis is an Olympic sport. Okay. And but you, right you, you now, you should say table, like pong or table tennis. Are you going to pick a vernacular or a we, term? We can you, you can use either or. It's, this is a drinking night. It doesn't matter. So so yeah. So, <laughs> so tonight is probably ping pong. Okay. The serious stuff is table tennis. Okay. So when you're talking the Olympics and our U.S. Olympic team, uh, which is ranked 24th in the world, so hopefully yeah. our developmental program with these kids is going to get some guys up there that can challenge these other countries, so we can. Move yeah. up, you know. Right now, we're the Detroit Lions of 
table tennis. That's, oh. not, that's not good. <laughs> not good. And, and honestly, if no one's ever seen table tennis on the Olympics, it's it's intimidating. It's it's great because you got you, it's not just like one table going. It's a whole gigantic warehouse full of people doing exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, table tennis is one of the few sports where you can pick up a paddle and have fun immediately. Mm. Or a lot of other sports, you got to really get you know get geared up and get going. But table tennis, you're having fun right from the get go, and everybody loves to play. And it doesn't matter how good you are. You can be a rank beginner or a superstar Olympic player, and everyone else in between. And everybody has fun playing table tennis. It's one of the few game. things you can do. Like I, you know, a lot of workplaces, they'll just throw a table tennis, you know, table it's, in the in the back of the place, and and then all of a sudden your breaks are a little more fun. It's awesome and, for team building and yeah. all, that, all those kinds of things. Um, the other beautiful thing about table tennis is it's, it's safe. Uh, you're not falling off equipment. You're not getting hit by hockey pucks or hard balls. Uh, you're not um, breaking legs and doing all these things. Oh, uh, I am. I, I'm the, totally. The balls are lighter than air. If you get hit in the head, <laughs> they, they, they can go 100 miles an hour. If you get in the head, it stings for like two seconds, and then that's it. You, you're okay. okay. So you're not, you, you're not going to get hurt uh, playing table tennis. It's no safe. one's ever said you're going to poke your eye out with a, with a exactly. table Exactly. Although I've tried. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Do you have footage of that? I like <laughs> no, to not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We, 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 could, we could try that. <laughs> So, I mean, so we got an American flag and a Chinese flag. Is there a significance to, to that? Absolutely. We are a ping-pong diplomacy-themed table tennis club. Okay. Ping-pong diplomacy refers to uh, back in 1971, um, we pretty much had a Cold War with China. We really didn't have any relations at all. And through a few different things, their table tennis team invited some of our players over to Beijing to play. And we sent a group over there to play, and then the Chinese came here and, and played a few matches. And mm -hmm. one of the matches they played at uh, in Detroit at Cobalt Arena in front of 10,000 spectators. Wow. That opened the door for our president and their president to kind of get together, and we started having relations. And we're, we're, we're friends. You know, we're both, you know, the, the big kids on the block, so it's really important that we continue to get along. We're always going to have spats with trade wars and stuff, and obviously okay. they're having a real issue right now with, with this virus. And... We were helping them with that, so we need to get get that uh, under control. Uh, I was in Wuhan a few years ago uh, on a ping pong diplomacy mission, and uh, got to meet the people there. It's a beautiful city; they're good people. So we want to get that situation under control. Wait, so are you saying you're a professional tabletop tennis player? I am not a professional table tennis player. Um, when you're a professional, that means you get paid for what you do. So <laughs> I don't get paid well, for playing well, table tennis. Well, you went tennis. there to play on a diplomat. And right, but it was more about, it wasn't as, I mean, the playing was more, it wasn't serious playing, okay. it wasn't tournaments or anything like that, it was more friendship, uh, meeting the people, okay. cultural exchange, and what we can do to keep, to keep friendly. Right. You know, like I said, we're always going to have spats with the trade wars and things like that, but then a lot of times, the people to people relationship and sports can affect politics and economics, so... That's what ping pong diplomacy is all about. So we're, we have a good, friendly relationship with the Chinese Table Tennis Federation and the Chinese consulate in Chicago. And they've actually donated some tables and some equipment. And that squeaking noise is the chair. Yeah. Not a bad. Okay, stop asking me. <laughs> it's a squeaky uh, ping pong ball, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the significance of, of the, the Chinese-American flags, ping pong diplomacy. 
you can find more about ping pong diplomacy on our site, pongdetroit.com. You know, I feel like you just, I feel like I understand the movie Forrest Gump so much better now. Because I didn't know that those scenes actually had a place in history. Absolutely. I had no idea. I, I just like, sure, table tennis, that's funny, that's cool. And don't feel bad. A lot of people do not know about ping pong diplomacy, and that's part of what we're doing is educating people about the, you know, how ping pong brought the countries together. Uh-huh. And so, have you played professionally, or is it how did you get into ping pong to a point where you can be part of ping pong diplomacy? I've been playing since I was five years old, and then I, you know, years ago I played in a lot of tournaments. Played in the state tournament. We used to have a United States teams tournament at Cobo Hall years ago, and I played in that. So I got, uh, we have a ranking system, and I got, you know, fairly well up. Wasn't wasn't anywhere near, like, the best in the state of Michigan or anything like that. But right. we have what, what I like to call two calibers of players. You have your, your basement players that play in a basement, and they're they're the kings of their basement. Nobody on the, nobody, none of their friends can beat them, and they think, they think they're the god of table tennis. Then they come out, and they play the people that play in the tournaments, and play on tables like this, and, it, and it's a rude awakening for them. Yeah, because I'm looking <laughs> at this table. It's like, this isn't the table that's been in the basements, that, that are in the garages. We're not in Kansas anymore. This is, the right. real, this is the real deal. So, yeah, this is not the, the Kmart um, table that your mom holds the clothes on and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the ball, so dad, I assume the balls bounce on it differently. Different, it's, it's totally cool. different bounce, totally different sound. Um, it's like the difference between putt-putt golf and the PGA. Yeah, even these paddles feel a little bit different, but they've always have two colors. Is this the reason why they've always had There absolutely is, and I'll okay. show that to you. These rubber sheets, there's different rubber sheets. Video version is different than the audio version, but go well, ahead. Well, the rubber sheets, uh, some of them are uh, stickier for more topspin. Some of them have a thicker sponge for more speed. Uh, some of them are more defensive. So when you play a match, you have, you have the right to look at your opponent's equipment, and you can see what he has. And that way you can tell he might have speed on one side. The red side could be speed. The black side could be defensive. So that way when you're playing, if he's spinning his paddle, it gives you a chance to know what's coming off that sheet of rubber, whether it's going to be coming And there's fast. more than two different types of rubber on it. Well, there can be. Yeah. You, you, can, you can mix or match, and you can do anything you want. There's hundreds of different variations of, of rubber sheets for the table tennis blades. Okay. And... So when people play in a tournament, they're not like, okay, everyone use these paddles. Use whatever paddle that you want to use. If you're in a tournament, everyone has their own paddle. Okay. And they order their own rubber sheets. So they're, you know, they, depending on their style of play, right. whether they're playing a heavy topspin game or a defensive chop game or an attack game, or there's different styles of play. The, the common, the top players in the world are pretty much attack players. Right. Well, I just learned. So, I mean, I knew the two sides were different. I didn't know what. The colors are different. The sides well, don't the have to be different. This paddle actually has the same rubber on both sides. Okay. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them will have a different. Yeah. And that's, and again, so when you're playing, you have to react in a, in a nanosecond when someone's rifling the ball at you at 100 miles an hour. So that at least gives you a heads up as to how that ball is coming, whether it's got spin on it or uh-huh. no spin or anything like that. So that's the significance of the couple colors. And that's uh, ITTF uh, rule you have to do. So I, I, I got to ask, because you've been playing for so long, when the sport of beer pong started to become a thing, I know it's already kind of faded, but when that became a thing, 
like when you first when it first started coming, we started seeing uh, table tennis balls. I was like, oh, you guys bringing a, a table tennis uh, table up or something? Like, no, nah, man, beer pong. Well, beer pong originally started with paddles, and then they got rid of really? the paddles, and then they just started throwing the balls, and then well, and, and, then, and then insanely picking the balls up off the dirty floor, putting them in a, in a beer, and drinking them. And we wonder why there's so many viruses around the world. That's all I'm saying. That's all I've got to say about beer pong. What's the moment? And this doesn't have to be from pong to try. This could be from from any time. What's the moment where you're you're playing ping pong with somebody, like maybe teaching them, and you could just see see it in their eye, like I'm glad I took this time out to teach somebody, or just see something stick. That actually happened at, at Clark Park when I started the table tennis program, and uh, I didn't realize. You know, I, I thought the kids would be really into it. Uh-huh. But I didn't realize how good I was going to feel seeing them get into it. So that was the surprise for me, and they they were having a blast. So I really really yeah. enjoy training the kids, and you know they they really like it. And well, it's amazing how quickly they improve. Was there anything they said or like something they did that made you go, "That's why I'm doing this"? The smile, the smiling face. Yeah, it's just that simple. But you asked about a ping pong story, so I'll bring yeah. that up. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we used to have the United States team's table tennis championships at uh, Cobo Hall. And I was on a team, and we were playing a team from Canada that had a, a nine-year-old girl who was a table tennis phenom. <laughs> so here I am. Um, it's an important match, you know, right. and I need, to, I need to win. And, and everyone's cheering for this little girl, and she's just, she's just nailing it. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in the... The biggest ping pong battle of my life. Can, can, can I ask my, how old were you at the time? Oh, I was in, in my 30s. <laughs> and, yeah. she, and she was how old? Nine. And she was nine years old. <laughs> and she was easily as good as me. And but she didn't have, she wasn't scared. I was. She had, no, she had nothing to lose. I had everything to lose. My teammates were like freaking out. Oh, had all man. these people and that pressure. I was shaking. I was nervous. I was sweating. And you know, the, I hope she was taunting you too. It, like it went like, what's it smell, old man? You know, she was like a she was like an ice woman or ice girl. She had no expression. She was just all business. <laughs> so we get to the the you know the you know she won the first game. I won the second game. Now we're in the final game, and we're at we're at uh, you know game point. You know, okay. I win by two, and it's back and forth, back and forth. She's up a point. I'm up a point, and I finally beat her. Okay. You know, much did it feel good uh, beating a nine-year-old? Did it feel good? (laughs) Well, it kind of (laughs) did because she was really good. But the problem with that is, is that I was so spent from that match, I was toast for the rest of the tournament, (laughs) and I I never, never won another another match. And it just, uh, it it wore me out. And it, uh, you know, even even now thinking back to it, it, uh, you're starting to sweat a little bit, man. man. It's like, yeah, it was. Yes, uh, I still have nightmares of that match. <laughs> wow. So that wasn't even like the final match. And, like, and we're, if that girl's out there somewhere, hey, I'm sorry I beat you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm totally just ruined yeah, her. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there was this old man. He right. kept sweating. Exactly. It wasn't that I couldn't beat him. It was just he started to smell. <laughs> exactly, and I didn't exactly. know. He was crying. I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe she gave me that last point. She felt sorry for me. I never even really thought about that. Oh man. Well, hey, I appreciate the invite and hanging out here. Um, is there is there anything else you'd like to say? I just want everyone to know that they can come out and have a good time. And like I said, you, you, when you come here and play and, and, and 
have some food and drink. You're supporting our community programs, so uh, that really helps. So uh, come on out and have fun. It's a blast. Well, for these community programs, like you, you mentioned that there, there, there's a wheelchair involvement and there's other things. What, what do you expect to come out of that? I think it's just good for, uh, you know, people in wheelchairs are looking for things to do. Obviously, they're disabled, so they're, they can't. There's right. a lot of sports they, they, they And the tables stay at the same height? Yeah, tables stay the okay. same. I, I'm just asking because I legitimately don't know. <laughs> I used to play with a guy um, from Lincoln Park. His name was Stefan Florescu. He passed away a few years ago. He was the gold medalist in table tennis for the uh, Paralyzed Veterans of America. Won the gold won the gold medal several times. He could play in his wheelchair against people that weren't disabled and win. That's how good this guy was. So you can get really they get really good. You can get really good at, at wheelchair table tennis. And they, they so basically, it's a game anyone can play. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a game anyone can play. Like I said, it's safe. It's fun. Um, come on out and give it a try. We'll give you a few pointers if you want. If you just want to come and have fun and you have no ambitions in table tennis and you just want to have some beers and hang out, we love that. If you want to raise your game up a little bit and get exercise, we can take you there. We can take you as far as you want to go So with training and with equipment. So just come on out and have some fun. Get started. Well, hey, once again, I really appreciate you letting me come in. Let me do a, a, uh, a podcast with a shotgun because I'm an idiot and forgot my other microphone. But, hey, that's why we do impromptu things. It's well, we, we appreciate you coming in, and we appreciate you uh, helping us get the word out, and we'd appreciate it if you don't steal any of our ping pong balls because we need them. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this discussion. And may the algorithms be in your favor. And there's a Patreon, too. Uh, pong Detroit, right? Ping Pong Detroit? PongDetroit.com is our website. We're on all the social media. And uh, that's it. Come and see us. Doodles.